Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYO LP freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Zandy the Zanman Vargas, then we have Doug the Slug, Slug Jordan himself, and freaking Tady Richard the Snowman bringing up the rear. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel start your freaking engines this is our week of freaking review <sighs> weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers it has been one week since we last spoke and i find myself a mother bosomy full of milk Waddling through a grocery's door. The lights flicker above. And I only make out shapes of different produce items. Is it a head of lettuce or a small child? Is it a wordy grandmother or an avocado or is it a terribly disfigured person or a head of broccoli I know not and as I wander through this grocery store this market I feel an intense pain in my chest an emptiness I realize wait where has my child gone I am this milk-filled mother and I have no child and I realize I have lost my child and I hear the screams of said child off in the distance wailing calling mama and I am unable to locate my child find my child. For Uyghurs and Uyghurs that might not know what we are alluding to, what Sandy Farkas and I are talking about right here is that I have sent Givney Morgan, the producer of this show. God bless them, and we love them, wherever they may be. We sent them on a journey to find the mouth of the sinkhole. Last week, Obviously, I took a tumble down the sinkhole, hit my head, been feeling a little funny since. The Arondacoy Fire Department told me not to go into the rear end of the sinkhole, the bottom of the sinkhole. I said, gotcha, won't do it, we're gonna find the mouth, don't worry about it, we'll get there somehow. Looking for the mouth, couldn't do it on my own, sent Givney Morgan out, haven't seen him in about a week. No one has. And he lives at Wayo Studios, so someone would have seen him. Uh, you can check the tapes, the surveillance tapes. He's not on them. They're not on them. God, I'm so confused here. I am besmirching the good name of Gibney Morgan. They are uh, not, neither he nor she. They are the third thing that we love and support here at WAYOLGBTQ Rochester. Now, I'm in panic mode. 
And I don't really know how to cope here, Sandy the Sandman. Vargas is also clearly panicking because he is as culpable for the life of Gibson Lee as I am. Sandy, your thoughts now, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, <clears throat> first of all, um, in no way am I freaking um, in no way am I freaking culpable uh, for the freaking demise of one freaking Gibney Morgan. Uh, I did not freaking send him looking for the freaking mouth of a of a great beast that lives within the Earth's freaking crust, as you freaking suggest. Um, in fact, I said this is this is a stupid idea. Um, don't freaking do this. This sinkhole is not a freaking sphincter of a beast. Um, it's just a freaking hole that we should stay very freaking far away from. Uh, when I heard that you freaking sent Give Me Out, I said, that is a freaking bad idea. You should get them freaking back. You should make sure they're freaking safe. And that was when they stopped answering their freaking phone. So uh, in no way am I freaking culpable at all. And 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 I would rather you not freaking besmirch, uh, rather not freaking besmirch me in that freaking way. And Sandy and I have sort of become persona non gratos over at the Wayo Studios since the disappearance of Givney Morgan. Search we have high and low. Even Tadia Risher has come out by nightfall, and Tadia can speak a little bit about the efforts he's made. Yeah, um, I've really been just kind of driving all over the town, calling out Gibney's name and 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 searching for them because they they mean so much to us as a show and as to a Wayo community. And um, God damn it, we're gonna miss them if they're dead. And they probably and the problem is they probably freaking are freaking dead. Yeah. And if the freaking hole didn't get him, then I'm guessing the, I'm guessing some of his some of their freaking inner freaking demons eventually freaking got hold of him. Yeah. Uh, and they freaking succumb to the freaking great darkness that freaking fills our souls uh, when the freaking when the freaking sun goes down. And they freaking step freaking f- foot after foot into that freaking closet and freaking put that freaking rope around their freaking neck and put that freaking shotgun in their freaking mouth and pull their freaking pants down around their freaking ankles. And that's the yeah. real demon here that we must remember that. That is the real enemy, the dark enemy that hides in all of us. Yeah, say what you will about a freaking beast within the Earth's crust. Uh, I, for one, am much more uh, interested in the freaking beast, uh, the beast that lives within us all. Yeah, and I'm far more terrified of the beast that lives within Givney. And yeah, especially Givney. I have always been, but goddamn, God bless them. And Doug Jordan. You, and I don't know if it's because your truck's not gassed up or you've been busy, but you have not searched for Givney Morgan. Why is yeah, that? I've been busy. I think you just answered. I've been busy and I just haven't had a chance to search for Givney Morgan. Uh, and I kind of just assumed he wasn't answering your phone calls because he didn't want to deal with you anymore. I didn't realize that they. nobody has seen him at. Uh, yeah, sorry. They. I didn't realize that they. Uh, that, you know, didn't want to see you anymore. Didn't want to talk to you anymore. What that? What do you mean? They didn't. They have gone missing. They have not come returned to where they sleep. They, yeah, I just assumed that they didn't want to talk to you anymore. No, why would they not want to talk to me? Do you really have to ask that question, or no? What? Why would Givney not want to talk to me? Well, you just, you know, you kind of bother him. You you sent him on a quest to search for the Damn. mouth of the beast. Damn, Doug. Very ignorant of you. Yeah. It, it is extremely ignorant, Doug. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Okay. Well, very nervous I am. And for Uyghurs and Tweakers, we can't tell you to go looking for Givney. 
a wild goose chase it might be, and it might lead you to the same fate that Givney found. But if that's what needs to happen, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Maybe I would win a prize or two. That's a good point, and we will have be giving. There will be great rewards. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're we're, we're making a freaking vow. Look, we can't freaking tell you to go out and freaking search for freaking Givney, but we can tell you that if you that if you return freaking Givney to Wayo Studios, you might win a freaking prize or two. Yeah, and I want to say if you're interested at all, you want to get their scent on down a little bit. I have a scarf of Givneys that I have been smelling and trying to follow my nose hasn't worked yet, but. I, at this point, this is all I can really say about Givney Morgan without bursting into tears and weeping like a blubbering yeah. little bitch, So, and and the, really, the only thing that the, the the thing that I'm worried the most about is that we are just one freaking step away from from having to freaking send out the freaking hounds, and that is not freaking good because, as everyone in the Wayo community freaking knows, Givney is terrified of freaking dogs. Yeah. All dogs of all shapes and all sizes. Givney is absolutely freaking terrified of freaking dogs. And I'm afraid that we're going to have to freaking send out the freaking hounds pretty soon. Well, and the thing is, I wouldn't be so afraid of the dogs myself if they weren't called bloodhounds. But that is what they call them, and that's because they will strike blood, and they won't stop until blood is, first yeah, blood until, is made. And, until you're dead, yeah. yeah. So, But that's the point we're getting to, where we're going to have to give them a little bit of Givney's blood and tell them to go find them. You know, yeah. And then once those hounds get them, you really can't get between a freaking hound and a, and it's freaking prey. I mean, the, mm. it, it, it's one of those situations where, yes, we will have freaking closer because Givney will be certainly freaking dead at that point because the mm -hmm. dogs will have freaking mauled him. Yeah. Rip, and them, then, rip them to freaking treads. You were really yeah. holding out that is our last option. That is our last resort. Yeah. When yeah. we can bear the grief no longer of not knowing. What has befallen and besmirched Givney? We will send out the hounds. In the meantime, we will pray and we will search. And hopefully Doug Jordan will gas up the truck and join us in our search. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. Weakers, tweakers, we have a great freaking hilarious freaking show for you. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of it, we want to talk a little bit about our week. Freaking Tadia freaking Michael freaking Risher has been gone for nearly two weeks. Returned, he has an update on how he's doing, how he's been, how he is. God blessing him, and how was his week? Do you want me to do that now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, thank you for the blessing, and a blessing unto you and to the panel. Thank you. Um, God I, bless you. And, and blessing unto you, and you as well, Doug Jordan. Um, and let's see, I just finished playing with myself, so I'm not super but I am a little like residual Um and uh, yeah, I apologize for not being on the last couple of weeks. Um, I've been busy trying to, uh, well, frankly, trying to recoup the losses that I, I got from buying this pipe organ that I can't use. Um, it did cost me a fair bit of money and um, I am quite broke. So I, um, I took my father's Camaro because he can't drive it anymore, being a vegetable. And I've started working... Um, nights and days and weekends and weeknights and weekend nights uh, as an Uber driver um, to try and earn a little bit of money so that I can, uh, you know, maybe move out of my my mom's house and, and find an apartment that's big enough to fit this freaking pipe organ. For weekers and tweakers out there that have been following along, Teddy Risher is 
grossly disfigured, and yeah. I'm only wondering, out of an abundance of caution, what that sort of experience would be like to be picked up by you with that gross disfigurement to an unknown mm. customer. Well, it's it's good you mentioned that because I, you know, my Uber photo when when my driver profile comes up is an old photo. It is pre uh, Botox and um, collagen, and um, so riders are fully expecting a, a nice young man. But I I cannot um, show my fa- the first ride I got and I showed up. The person would not get in the car. Absolutely refused to get in the car said I there was something wrong with me I was definitely not the guy who was supposed to be picking them up um so they they canceled their ride so I tried it with the mask and the same thing happened because the mask is a little too small for my my head um so you, you really you can see pretty much every part of my head and and that person said no is way too weird I'm not going to do it so finally I just settled with a bag over my head and you'd think that would scare people away a, a burlap sack um, just with eye holes cut out. And I also put a little, um, a little smiley face on it as well, uh, in Sharpie marker. And, uh, you'd think that would scare them away, but, um, people have just weirdly been going with it. And, um, yeah, my, I'm up to a four star rating. Nice. Wow. I foresee that you will be getting very, very busy around Halloween time. And why? No reason. I just think that perhaps you would be an attraction during that the time where ghastly ghouls are out and about. Be like being in a little personal haunted hayride, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You can have have spooky music playing in the rigging car. Yeah. Like slow freaking circus music or, or gee, even freaking pipe organ music. Yeah. Uh, I, now, that's a very interesting idea. Uh, the, the other idea, I, I, you know, is to maybe, Doug, if we could gas up your truck maybe and get the pipe organ into the bed and, um, you know, uh, I could drive people around and I could hire a musician to play organ in the back, um, you know, save save some gas money. Well, don't you want to be the organ player? I mean, that's why you bought an organ to begin with. Well, who's gonna who's gonna drive the car if I'm playing the organ? Do you want to drive the car? No, I don't want. I don't want anything to do with this. Twice this the whole money, Doug scheme. Jordan. It is twice the money, Doug. For what? Two people, twice the money. I mean, I, I don't freaking see. I don't understand why we haven't freaking why you haven't offered to house the organ at the freaking Ortega Grill. We could have a freaking house freaking band. Yeah, I just don't really see why we want to have an organ at the Ortego Grill. Well, if you put the organ in the restaurant, you can pay me to play live music. That that draws people in. People will absolutely come for dinner and a live music. Yeah. Well, dinner and, a, dinner and a freak show. Yeah. That's true. And you could do a kind of a whole circus theme. Have a Hire a whole bunch of freaks. And then maybe we could eventually parlay that into... The great idea that never came to be Freak TV, where it's a whole freaking channel of regular television. Everything is freaks. Freak news and 
Freak sitcoms, freak, freak, freak morning news, freak, freak sports. Wheels. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, freak can everybody imagine, loves can you imagine the freaking freak sports? Oh my gosh. It's biting off a lot. It's, it could be more than we can chew. If we started with a restaurant, I think we would eventually get there. But we must move on. Freaking Sandy, the Sandman, Vargas, how you doing? How you been? How horny are you? God bless you, and how was your week? Um, geez, um, a lot of good freaking questions. Um, where do I freaking start? Um, first of all, uh, thank you for the freaking blessing, uh, and and I would like to freaking issue a freaking blessing unto you as well. Um, second bless of all, you. please don't interrupt me. Thank you for the blessing. Please, please stop freaking interrupting me. Thank you for the blessing as well. Doug. And uh, Tady, I, I didn't say it earlier, but yeah, thank you for the blessing earlier. What the hell is, what the hell is happening right now? A blessing unto you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I am freaking horny as a freaking Diggins, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm quite freaking drunk if I'm being freaking honest. I've been freaking drinking quite a, I've been freaking drinking quite a freaking bit. Um, I've been freaking I've been freaking drinking since freaking Jesus Louise, freaking 10 a.m. freaking Saturday freaking morning. I haven't freaking stopped because um, I had sort of a I did a sort of a whole freaking Father's Day freaking weekend uh, bash, uh, which was which is I'm really quite a freaking blast uh, if I'm being freaking honest with you. Um, and I'm, I'm reeling from that a little bit. Um, but um, yeah, many were reading Yeah, what was the holiday weekend bass? What did I just say? Freaking Father's Day. It was a freaking Father's Day. Freaking bar, bar, <laughs> uh, freaking Father's Day. Please. It was a freaking Father's Day. Freaking barbecue. Uh, I don't know why I'm trying to say freaking barbecue. There was no freaking barbecue involved. It was a freaking Father's Day. Freaking birthday bash. It was a bar, it was a Father's Day. Um, it was a bash. It was a celebration. And how did you celebrate? Is what I meant. Oh, um, well, you know, I got together with a freaking boozeman, um, old man boozeman, uh, Weakers and Tweakers, um, who, who maybe haven't freaking been tuning in. Uh, old man boozeman is a man who freaking has, uh, freaking 20, 30 freaking acre freaking land, uh, that I, that I, and I destroyed quite a bit of it. And, uh, since then, um, he and I have, um, you know, I've been hanging out, uh, pretty regularly, uh, and drinking quite a bit. Uh, he's a freaking raging alcoholic, and, uh, we've been freaking hanging out and freaking, um, uh, drinking and, and, um, yeah, talking about maybe, uh, yeah, maybe freaking building a freaking baseball diamond on his freaking land. And you spent Father's Day with him. Now, I want to whole freaking weekend. Yeah, I understand, and I wish I could have been there, but I was dealing with the grief and the loss of my own father. Now I don't want to get sidetracked, but what is the celebration like? Because I know that. <clears throat> that Mr. Boozman is not a father himself. And though you act as a father toward Doug's son, you are not a father either. So how are you celebrating this great holiday together? Uh, well, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how we freaking celebrated together. I uh, freaking showed up at his house freaking 10 a.m. Uh, we freaking started cracking open freaking bottles of freaking brown, uh, started freaking drinking that. And basically, freaking every single day, Boozman drives around his freaking 10, freaking 20, freaking 30 acres and freaking gathers up freaking trash. He does that freaking all day while drinking, and at the end of the day, freaking sets that trash on fire. So um, I did that with him freaking all weekend, and um, you know, it was a freaking blast. He has a little freaking clubhouse um, on his freaking land. Um, I mentioned, I said, well, what is this little freaking clubhouse? And he said, oh, yeah, that was um, it was for the kids. And I said, oh, I didn't I thought you didn't have any freaking kids. And he said, I don't anymore. And I decided not to freaking pry. Uh, and I said, oh, that's great. Uh, but he set me up with a freaking little cot and some blankets in there. And yeah, that's where I freaking spent the freaking weekend. Well, I, God bless you for enjoying yourself and Mr. Boozman. And I guess 
the fact that the children are gone for whatever mysterious reason that may be bodes well for your plan, which, and correct me if I'm wrong, is to eventually be the successor to his great fortune, his plot of land in the future when he passes on. Yeah, well, don't get me freaking wrong. I, I, I absolutely freaking enjoy my freaking living situation, even though freaking Doug can get on my freaking nerves uh, quite often. But look, I and and and, and, I, and I don't mean to freaking upset you, Doug, but I don't freaking plan to stay there for the rest of my freaking life. Uh, it, it'd, it'd be good to get some freaking property, uh, you know, um, uh, that that isn't uh, the freaking garage. Though again, it it really has been uh, um, freaking lovely, and uh, and and you, when you're not freaking uh, irritating me so much, you are quite a freaking lovely host. Uh, and it's great to be uh, close to um, freaking you know, your son, who who sees me as a freaking father, uh, and and your wife, who uh, is freaking lo- uh, freaking lo- lovely and freaking busty as the freaking Diggins. God bless you. Thank you for the freaking blessing. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. We have to keep on rolling. Freaking Doug Jordan, please. How was you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Oh, thank you for the blessing. Um... But you know, uh, not don't want to answer the whole question. Just get that out there. The week was fine. You know, Father's Day was uh, last was Sunday yesterday. Uh, I was gifted a generous breakfast uh, cooked by my wife and my son. Multiple different items, pancakes. Bacon, sausage, French toast. You know, there was waffles at one point, I think. Chocolate chip waffles and blueberry waffles. Uh, Strawberries topped the waffles as well. Eggs, of course, scrambled and also poached. There was an eggs Benedict that uh, happened at one point as well. English, that's an English muffin. It's got a ham and then it's got a, it's got a poached egg and then a hollandaise sauce on top. So yeah, I had a big, you know, nice big breakfast. And then I, uh, I got a new lawnmower. So I put that together in the garage while Sandy was at Boozman's over the weekend. So I got a new, a brand new electric, uh, battery powered lawnmower zero turn by Greenworks. It's got 10% more uh, power than a regular 22 horsepower uh, zero turn uh, lawnmower. So pretty good, pretty good Father's Day. I think, I think we lost about a freaking dozen listeners while you were freaking babbling about that. Yeah. I'm looking at the counter and it looks like it's going down. It's going down. I Where's the counter? Do what? Where do I look at that? We don't have. We don't freaking share it with you. We don't share with that information with you. Put too much pressure it, on you. It'd make you feel bad. Yeah, I. It does it all go up and down depending on what we're talking about, and it was. We were shedding numbers for sure during that segment. Uh, I even looked toward the closet here at the studios. And it looked as though the closet door was beckoning me inside as though waving, asking me to come and share in the warm darkness of eternity with it. So God that's bless a, you. That's Jordan. kind of a rude thing Why, to say. Believe me, I would not say it if I didn't mean it. 
It's offensive and it's kind of upsetting. You know, you are also a friend of mine. I don't want you my me talking about my father's and day to cause you to want to go and freaking put a rope around your neck. Yeah. Well, I don't even know we are friends anymore. We are friends and I love you and we will find Givney. Now, Father's Day was yesterday. Tadia Risha's father, a vegetable, basically mm-hmm. dead man walking, but he can't walk. So he's mm-hmm. a dead man rolling or being pushed around. Sandy Vargas' dad is whereabouts unknown. Might as well be dead. My father is dead. Doug's father's still alive. God bless the old bastard. Jeez Louise, down to my knees. What we wanted to do here is present to you our week's guide to Father's Day. And this is going to be brought to you in partnership with Life Loss Resources, food for, jeez Louise, resources for grief. Life loss brought to you in partnership with life loss. Now, what we're going to do here is talk a little bit about how to spend that Father's Day after your father has passed. And I know Tadia is grieving much like me, and I know Zandy somewhat grieving much like me. How to get through that Father's Day in a positive way. Make it an experience that you can enjoy, even though you really can't enjoy it. And it's terrible and it's sad and you're devastated. So, number one, send him a message. This is a great way to get your feelings out there. Talk to him. He might be gone, but you can still send him a message. Although, where do you address the envelope to? Sandy Vargas, help me out with this one. Um, yeah, um, figuring out where to freaking address the envelope is quite possibly the most difficult freaking part about this because uh, I have no freaking shortage of freaking messages that I'd like to freaking share with the man. Um, but as as you were uh, mentioning, uh, figuring out where to freaking send uh, the freaking envelope is um, is freaking tricky. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't know where to freaking begin. Yeah, I'm almost thinking about start just picking an inmate, you know, a lifer, and just start writing to him as though he's my father. Sending him birthday cards, telling him about achievements in my life, saying hello on Father's Day. Send him a $100 bill so he can get a carton of smokes. Um, I guess you could do that. Number two, host a cookout. Doug Jordan, as a father, a cookout can be a very... Enjoyable event. What kind of cookout should I host for my father who's dead? Uh, you know, um, would it be kind of like a celebration of life sort of thing? You know, maybe there's a big, a big cutout picture of him, and you, and you say, "Oh, I'm, you know, I loved you, loved you, Dad. I'm gonna miss you." And then you throw a couple of freaking shrimp on the barbecue. He was and, allergic uh, to shellfish. Well, he's not even here, so it doesn't really matter what he's allergic to now anymore, is it? Maybe you could host a freaking dinner at a freaking prison. You could go to the freaking mess hall, I think is what they call it, or the freaking slop hall uh, in a freaking prison, and you could serve all the freaking prisoners on freaking death row um, some of your father's freaking favorite foods. Yeah. Yeah, that could be fun. 
a little bit scary. Teddy freaking Richard, what would you cook for your father in the state that he's in? Near death, sort of in between, maybe in limbo is what you would call it, between heaven and hell. Sure. Um, you know, we'd probably cook all the standard uh, stuff, you know, as as Doug mentioned, shrimp on the freaking Barbie and freaking uh, hamburgers and baby back ribs and uh, some corn on the cob. And then I'd put it all into a blender and mix it up with some milk and really just cut, you know, and, and put the feeding tube down his throat and just, and put it down in there for him. So, um, that he gets the nutrients and fills his stomach. Um, that's just kind of how we, we feed him every day. So I guess it wouldn't be too much difference other than we would be doing it uh, on the Barbie. As a family. yeah. Yeah. Number three, try out his hobbies. Sandy Vargas, what would your father like to do, and what could you do to celebrate him on this Father's Day? Um, well, uh, my father was a freaking criminal. Uh, his, some of his favorite freaking hobbies were to freaking commit freaking crimes and to freaking swindle people out of freaking money. Uh, he was a freaking con artist and a freaking scam artist. And then he also liked, um, as far as I can freaking tell, he liked to um, abandon uh, his freaking family. Uh Repeatedly, and then reappear when he freaking needed something, and then um, abandon them again. Yeah, and then he, I guess, he also liked. Um, he did. Um, he did also like freaking Mexican food quite a bit. Yeah, mm. that kind of goes with the last one. Now, I was thinking, my my father always always loved coaching little league, and that was his favorite hobby, and. I was thinking maybe to honor him, I could maybe coach a little league team because I always wanted to play in little league, but I was never allowed. Too expensive, they said. I don't know. Wait, so why was he was just coaching little league even though you weren't freaking playing? Yeah. He was coaching somebody else's little league team? Yeah. Neighborhood children. Kids in my neighborhood. He was coach. Coach Lofton. So, I mean, do you know anything about baseball enough to coach? Not Little a league thing. Never learned. Never had a chance to learn. He never taught me. Are you allowed to supervise children? Probably not. No sort of court order, but it's probably. I could see like handling the equipment for a spell. Okay, so you'd be an equipment manager for a little league team. Yeah. So you'd be like. The Bat Boy on a Little League team. You'd be like one of the kids' little brothers who they let grab all the balls and bats at the end of the freaking game. Yeah. But was never allowed to play. Yeah. Because he was a liability. Because he got freaking bonked on the head too many times. Or he got a muzzle problem where his muzzles don't work right. So, number five. Oh, number four, watch his favorite movies. Let's talk about father's favorite movies. Obviously... Getting even with dad is a good one. What about you, Sandy? Uh, I mean, I, I'm getting even with dad is freaking great. I know that my freaking father was a big fan of freaking Cheech and Chong. Uh, so I could watch some of the freaking Cheech and Chong uh, freaking films. Uh, he said these guys. He said these guys are freaking hilarious. But then we would also say some freaking racist things while watching the freaking movies as well. So yeah, yeah. shame on them. Yeah. Maybe Ghost Dad would be a good movie to watch. Kind of feel like your dad's back. 
I mean, yeah, would you like Dewan Dragon Girl or I Ghost Dad? I would love Dad? to. Thank you. Does anyone have a copy? Well, number five, go to his happy places. My father's always said his happiest place was when he was alone. And he said, Taylor, I need to be in my happy place. So you need to go back to the basement and the playroom in the basement. And I said, it's really not a playroom because it doesn't have a floor. It's just a dirt patch in the basement. It used to be an old fruit cellar. There's no lights. How is this a playroom? Just because there's toys in there doesn't make it a playroom. No ventilation, no windows. I think my father's freaking favorite place was a freaking whorehouse. He used to tell me that his favorite thing was um, having sex with whores, prostitutes. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, so my, I guess that was one of his favorite hobbies was um, having sex with whores and freaking prostitutes. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, my father, uh, his happy place would be in the corner of the living room facing the wall. Um, it is a bit of a misleading title, though, because... That it, it it's we don't know if it's his happy place, but it's where my mom and I put him when we're just kind of over it for a little bit, and it makes us happy, so we call it his happy place. Hmm, that's horrible. All right, well, number six, carry on a family tradition, whatever. Number seven, visit an old folks' home. Maybe find a new parent. That'd be kind of like visiting jail. Number eight, visit a soup kitchen, hand out soup to bums. Number nine, sleep in a graveyard. Another good way to get closer to your father. Now, I, that, hold on, we can't we can't breeze through that one. Why would you sleep in a graveyard? Get closer to the ghosts or other ghosts. Yeah, Maybe they can speak I, to them. I don't understand the last couple of these on this list. Visit an old folks home for what? What does this have to do with your freaking father? Visit a soup kitchen. It seems like you're confusing bums with freaking fathers. Sleep in a graveyard. What the hell? Who the hell does that? I mean, and coming from a guy who lived, used to live in a freaking graveyard briefly, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. What, what was was that? Was this really from freaking life life loss freaking resources? That's these last what, couple. The, that's what it says in partnership. So. I think you could find, well, my point is this. I think if you went to an old folks home, you could find someone who doesn't necessarily remember if who their children are. They know they had some child. Oh, yeah, I'm Henry. Yeah, I'll come sit on your lap. Yeah, it's been a long time, Grandpa. I know, I'm being very confused. What, this, this segment is called Our Week's Guide to Father's Day. But it's, it, it assumes that the person reading the list has a dead father. Yeah. Well, I didn't have time to write a rhyme. I was trying to do it, and I got all choked up. Plus, I've been spending all my time looking for Givney Morgan. So I was under the gun. Didn't the the rhyme would have explained all of it? Would have explained all that. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This is a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review. We have a great freaking hilarious freaking news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Kevin Costar made headlines after divorce filings revealed a quote ironclad prenup, according to the New York Post. Poor 
Court Records, Kozdar admitted that, quote, securing his right to access his separate property residence in the event of a divorce was an important priority for him. With, quote, Kevin was married once before, and upon separation, he found himself without a home base and unable to live in his own home. He never wanted that to happen again, the documents read. Kozdar said that he hoped to return to his home at the beginning of June when he is out when his out-of-town work commitments ended, but his estranged wife is refusing to leave. Kozdar purchased an oceanfront estate in Carpentaria, California, back in 88, along with the and property. 16 years before he married his now estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner. Quote, when the parties began discussing marriage in 2003, Kevin made it clear to Christine that he would not marry again without clarity that his separate property residences would remain his to live in no matter what happened in their marriage, the document said. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Kevin Costar back in the news. Sandy Farkas, this once star-crossed love affair between Baumgartner and Costar has now soured like milk left out to age. Talk a little bit about where they've started and maybe how sad you are that they ended up here. Yeah, um, absolutely. I freaking love to. It would be a freaking honor. Uh... Celebrity freaking couples, uh, when you see them, you, you, you oftentimes, you know, you have to wonder how long, what's the expiration date on this one? How long before the, this freaking milk freaking runs freaking sour? And when I looked at freaking Kevin Costar and freaking Baumgartner, um, Blumgarden, Blumgartner, um, freaking Carpentaria Blumgartner, um, I, th- I thought this is the one. These are the ones that are going to freaking stand the test of freaking time. Yeah. And some, and they're freaking films together because they freaking, I believe they freaking met on a freaking film set and they freaking starred in several freaking films together. Uh, the, the Alchemist's Sleeve being um, the number one, the number one, and they were also in the freaking comedy of freaking Shepherd's freaking pie. Uh, this, this is freaking devastating because they, they had freaking, there was freaking, there was freaking sparks flying and freaking chemistry, freaking galore. And unfortunately, it turns out that freaking milk did freaking run sour. Now, they talked about how, at one point, Costar found himself homeless after the end of his previous marriage. And I believe I remember that, because they made a movie about that when he was homeless. A homeless bum living on a boat, traveling the open seas, peeing into a coffee mug, drinking it. Peeing right into a coffee mug, Tady Richard, Doug Jordan. Drinking it up, gobbling it down. Yeah, the name of that movie is Freaking Homeless Bum on a Boat, and it is an absolutely freaking hilarious freaking film. Um, my favorite part is when he pisses in his own freaking mouth and drinks it, and and by, towards the end of the movie, when he freaking eats his own shit. Um, it is an absolutely freaking hilarious freaking film, and... and 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 who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe what, maybe there is some freaking... maybe this is a freaking positive spin. Perhaps... Kevin Costar, now that he's freaking being divorced again, well, this will freaking be a freaking Costar renaissance. Costar, a Costar renaissance. He's going to make freaking good movies like that again. Maybe he'll get a lead for the first time in his life, not have to be a Costar. What say you, Doug Jordan? You're awfully quiet. Um, I'm just still confused about the whole co-star thing because the last time there was a kevin co-star story it was actually about kevin bacon 
And now I feel like this is probably about Kevin Costner and not Kevin Bacon. But I also then Sandy threw out the alchemist sleeve and what was the other shepherd's pie, which I've never freaking heard of either. Those freaking movies. I'm pretty sure that's what those are called. I think shepherd's pie is the one where they get baked into a pie. They got to eat their way out. Yeah. Dom DeLuise, isn't it? Yeah. He plays the freaking pie. Yeah. He's a, he's the only one he that plays, doesn't want to leave the pie. He plays, the, he, he plays multiple parts in that freaking film. He plays the freaking pie maker. He plays the freaking and the pie when it becomes freaking animated, freaking Clay Mason. And he plays another one of the guys who's stuck in the pie. Who's, a, who's a, says, I don't want to freaking leave. Yeah. And he, and he freaking torpedoes the whole freaking expedition to freaking get out of there. Yeah. yeah. And the twist at the end is that the pie eats them. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe you haven't freaking seen that freaking movie, Doug. It's freaking hilarious. Not too many like that these days. I'll tell you that. Golden age of film. Last week, Southern Charm star Taylor Ann Green's brother died, according to E! News. He was 36. Fortune has not been kind to Bravo's Southern Charm cast. Taylor Ann Green's brother, Worth Green, is just the latest in a slew of deaths that has plagued the cable reality program. Quote, Worth left this world on top of the world. He had a beautiful passion for life and cared deeply for those around him. We are going to miss his jovial personality, a statement from the family said. A cause of death has not yet been publicly revealed. Southern Charm is an American reality television series that premiered on Bravo on March 3rd, 2014. The series chronicles the personal and professional lives of several socialites who reside in Charleston, South Carolina, starring Craig Canover, Leva Bonaparte, Shep Rose, Austin Kroll, Madison LaCroix, Olivia Flowers, Vanita Aspen, Taylor Ann Green, Rod Razavi, Jared Thomas, Rodrigo Reyes, and Madison LaCroix. Created by Brian Gretzler and Whitney Sutter-Smith. So, geez louise down to my knees, the curse of the Southern Charm. And these, this cast is dropping like flies. Yeah. Wow. I mean, um, and the breakout star Worth Green is now dead. Worthless Green is what they call him now. Tadia, thoughts? You know, there. Every once in a while, we get a story that really kind of pulls at the heartstrings. And um, Taylor Ann Green's brother. Um, yeah. It's just a hard. It's a hard one to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. And you know, he he had a beautiful passion for life. He, he cared deeply for all that around him. And I, for one, am going to miss his, his jovial personality. And yeah, God I, damn it. If I, if I, I need to figure out a cause of death soon, or I'm probably going to freaking follow him right there into the grave. I'm, I'm also going to miss freaking jovial. Uh, he was a freaking brilliant freaking thespian. And he always elevated any scene that he was in, uh, during the several seasons of freaking Southern charm that I watched freaking religiously. And, 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 and this is just, this is to put it beautifully freaking talking at my freaking heartstrings. Yeah. 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 It's a very terrible situation. And I, I don't necessarily see a way out. All of these cast members will die. Now, Doug Jordan, you love this show. You and your wife watched it many times. Give me your thought on how they can move forward without Worthless Green. Worth was never on the show. I know that for a fact because I have watched the show. Uh, I know quite a bit about it. 
Worth is never on the show. Taylor used to date Shep. Shep's kind of a playboy. Um, he's an older guy, and Taylor was pretty young. Shep ended up leaving Taylor last freaking season. Um, so this has probably got to be hitting Taylor pretty hard with, you know, the big breakup because she freaking loved Shep. And actually in the tell-all, she was going really freaking hard at, at freaking Shep telling him what a freaking piece of shit he was. Um, so, you know, she's got to be freaking real. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Yeah. So worth was never on the show, but that's got to be pretty sad for Taylor. Um, and maybe Shep will reach out to her and maybe they could even get back together in the following season. And that was beautiful, Doug. One could only hope. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing because I love the Regan show also. And Worth was my favorite character. I thought you said Jovial was your favorite character. Well, Jovial was the freaking villain. Um, he's sort of like a Jafar type character. Yeah. Jovial Spirit is his name. And he's a sp- he's from the spirit realm. It's, you know, it, he's the it, one who put, places yeah. the freaking Southern curse on the whole freaking plantation. Yeah, it's so funny that we this story comes up too because I also love this show, yeah. and I thought just the other day I was thinking, are Craig and Paige still together in 2023? And well, I'm I'm happy to report to Weegers and Tweegers that uh, yes, they haven't they've not decided to live together on a full time basis, but they are still dating, and I know Worth would have really appreciated that. Um, so you know, rest in peace. Um, absolutely hilarious. And uh, I'm gonna miss you. Yeah. Do you think Paige will be added to the cast full time next season? No, because Paige was on a different show called Summer House, um, and that's where she met Austin. Austin did Summer House for for a season, and you know, people a lot of people are saying, well, why doesn't Paige just move to South Carolina be on the on freaking on Southern Charm full time? But then it's because Paige is on Summer House, and she and she lives in New York. Fascinating. Right, yeah. Last week, Pat Zajac announced he will be leaving the Wheel of Fortunes franchise after completing his 41st season, according to Today. Though Zajac is the most tenured host of the Big Wheel, this will actually be his second retirement from the franchise. In 1989, Wheels of Fortune was on twice daily during the week, once during the day on NBC and again in the evening in syndication. Zajac hosted both versions, but stepped aside from hosting the daytime version to concentrate on his short-lived CBS late-night talk program, The Pat Sajak Show. According to reports, Sajak was named the chairman of the board of trustees for Hillside College following current chairman William Broadbeck's retirement. No word has been made as to who will be Sajak's successor. So, Sajak's out. He's gone. For the second time. But the wheel still rolls on, Doug Jordan. The wheel of Fortuna. Nothing will stop it spinning. Sometimes you find yourself bankrupt. And other times you hit the jackpot. Right now, Zajac is finding himself in a bout of bankruptcy, but I don't doubt that that wheel will spin in his favor once more again. That is for sure. And whatever trouble he's in will be undone by this stroke of luck, this wheel of fortune. Yeah. You think Greg Proops is going to replace him? or? Hell you, will you shut the hell up? What the hell are you doing? 
That was what he just said. It was a freaking beautiful freaking tribute to a freaking a freaking institution. Wheel of Fortune is a damn institution. Greg Proof's gonna freaking host freaking Wheel of Fortune. Why don't you shut the hell up, please? Nobody's thought freaking Drew Carey would host the freaking Price is Right. Everybody, I saw that freaking coming no, from a freaking mile away. That was, he was destined to. I think Alex Trebek should take over Wheel of Fortune. I think he'd be great. That would be hilarious, yeah. Unfortunately, he's dead. Went the way of the dodo. Oh that I keep gosh. talking about. Yeah, when? Last year sometime, two years ago. Don't remember. All I know is that I've always been a Wheel of Fortune fan. And I never liked Trebek's show, Jeopardy. Thought it was stupid. Nothing moved, nothing grooved. There was no wheel, there was no board, no beautiful woman flipping over the freaking tiles. Yeah, uh, there was a there was a board in Jeopardy. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. The TV it's screen, Doug Jordan. You a, really think a, that's a, a board? It's a blue board. It's a board with questions on it. You say, I want this, I wanted to ask this question. That's a freaking board. And Trebek was never freaking handsy enough either because it's freaking Sajak. Sajak, he he sets your his freaking sights on on freaking some of these freaking female contestants and he's and he can't keep his freaking hands off of them. Mm-hmm. No, Alex Trebek always kept his distance. Yeah. And you know, I have personal beef with Pat, but you know, at least he had the balls to to do what he did. Yeah. Go out yeah. on top to Jordan. And he will go out on top again. They just wonder who's going to replace him. Last week, Chicken Wing Giant Hooters celebrated its new partnership with golf legend John Daly by rolling out a John Daly-inspired limited-time menu, according to Chewboom.com. John Daly's new Big John Build-Your-Own-Dog is one-of-a-kind hot dog featuring a grilled one-quarter-pound beef Hebrew national hot dog smothered in toppings and served on a buttered and toasted England, New England-style split-top roll with your choice of waffle or curly fries for the price of $8.99. Top the hot dog with chili, shredded cheese, and diced onions, and it's a Big John Chili Cheese Dog for $9.99. Fans can also make it a double major by adding a second Big John hot dog for $4.99. In addition to new Big John dogs, John Daly's limited time special menu sparks the return of two other fan favorites, Hooters Buffalo Chicken Dip and Hooters Funnel Fries. Buffalo Chicken Dip includes tender shredded chicken, spicy buffalo sauce, and creamy melted cheese. Topped with your choice of ranch or blue cheese, served with warm seasoned tortilla tips for dipping for a suggested price of $9.29. Funnel fries featuring fried dough that's sprinkled with powdered sugar and served with a ca- chocolate or raspberry dipping sauce for a suggested price of $6.99 per 20-piece order. You can find John Daly's limited-time special menu at participating Hooters locations nationwide through July 23rd, 2023. So, cheese, Louise, down to my knees. Doug Jordan? Yeah. Take it to the sports desk. Okay. Um, yeah, thank, the, thank you for coming to the sports desk starring me, Doug Jordan as the host of the sports desk. Good intro. Talking about the chicken wing giant Hooters um, and the new John, the new Big John, the new Big John daily menu. Um, they put a couple hot dogs on the menu, and now they got they got chicken dip and uh, funnel fries. So I mean, the hot dog, you know, to talk about you know that a little bit. It's got a Hebrew national hot dog. 
which I feel like is a very underrated hot dog, especially around here in Rochester, New York. A lot of people talk about Zweigels, oh, Zweigels. But I really think the Hebrew National is a is a pretty good uh, hot dog, uh, all beef, kosher hot dog, and um, just as good, if not maybe even freaking better than a Zweigel hot dog. So I'm really glad that they went with that choice uh, and a New England-style bun. And, of course, uh, you can give fries or um chili you can make it a chili cheese dog so i think one is just a plain hot dog and one is a chili cheese dog so yeah and uh john daly's a golfer and um big fat so golfer they, yeah yeah so they got two hot dogs and the buffalo chicken dip and the funnel fries at the hooters near you I feel like they probably already had these things on the menu, and now they're just calling it the John Daly menu. Daly Double. And I thought a freaking John Daly was a freaking Arnold Palmer with half a cup of freaking booze in it. Is that what you is that what you order at the well, bar? That's what I would freaking do, yeah. Freaking give me a freaking John Daly. But I they usually make it with vodka, and I say don't. Do, I say make it with freaking brown, please. Yeah. 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 You need to take back what you said about Zweigels. I mean, I like Zweigels. I don't dislike Zweigels. I just, I think Hebrew National is an underrated hot dog. And you said it might be better, you said? In some circumstances. I got to tell you, Doug Jordan, this just sounds like carnival food to me. This sounds like the food you'd get at a carnival. Yeah, you're not, I don't disagree with you. Although I've never seen buffalo chicken dip at a carnival. That's a Super Bowl food. Should have called this the John Madden menu. Yeah, I'm sure to give you a freaking heart attack. I imagine the John Madden would be like a four burgers stacked on top of each other, each with a fried egg on top. Smothered in freaking chicken dip. And then rolled in breadcrumbs, bunned and fried. Served up with a side of biscuits and sausage gravy. And a milkshake. Extra large freaking towering freaking milkshake. Plain vanilla. Whipped cream. Yep. Just to wash it down. Extra bowl of whipped cream on the side. Yeah. But I, you know what I heard? I heard that he actually always had his milkshakes were actually made with half and half. Is that true, Doug Jordan? John Madden had his milkshakes made with half and half? Why would I know how John Madden had his milkshakes made with? You're the one who brought the guy up. Well, just because of chicken wing dip and Super Bowl food and, you know, John Madden's a uh, football guy. Big, fat, dead guy. Gone the way yeah. of the dodo. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's almost like, why why is this called the freaking sports desk with freaking Doug Jordan? Yeah. You don't seem to freaking know anything. You don't seem I've to never know known. a damn thing. I've never understood why it was called the sports desk with Doug Jordan. I think it started out with that you would have me read things about sports, and then now it's just turned into me talking about food. Well, John That's- Daly's a golfer, so... And John Madden is a big fat football player Dead and gone in the grave So mm-hmm. May he rest in peace And John Daly soon enough Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers It's been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review We love you so very freaking much We're so freaking hot and hot for you Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking Next week Well geez Louise But thought that went quite well
Uh, you don't yeah. have to call it the sport. Oh, please oh go ahead. God. What the hell do you want to bring the about now? I was just going to say, we don't have to call it the sports desk anymore. We don't have to call it that. We do have to call it the sports desk, unfortunately. Why do we have to go? Who's holding that as accountable for that? Dwayo Studios. Yeah. They only greenlit us for a sports desk segment. They didn't greenlight us for a food segment, Doug Jordan. I've been trying to work with you. Go ahead, say your piece. Um, Part of our partnership with Life Loss Resources for Grief stipulates that we have to have a sports desk. No other show on Wayo has a sports desk, Doug Jordan. Have you noticed that? Most of the shows are just bad music. People playing the music that only they like nobody else has ever heard of. Nobody wants to hear. They never play the hits. Just a bunch of blather. Nonsense, Doug Jordan. This is a show with content. They got a show. Are they got a show on Whale on that's all about freaking bicycles? Who gives it? Who the heck, who the heck is listening to this freaking crap? About how to make a bicycle, about- how to ride a bicycle. It's a radio show teaching how to ride a bicycle, Doug Jordan. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. I never heard it. Sounds like it get old pretty quick. They claim 100% success rate. I said, where are they, they getting these figures? They claim that if you listen to their show, 100%. you will know how to ride a bicycle by the end of it, 100%. One episode. It's all it takes. Production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester. Interesting.